forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast may contain un-PC dinosaurs, wind jammers that can't jam in the wind, and emotionally charged berry goo. Rachel Bloom introduces a cavalcade of her favorite old-school rides from Knott's Berry Farm on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a theme park podcast hosted by three men who are extremely disappointed in the lack of ready-made grocery store funnel cake. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Mm, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Do you think it'd be like a take-and-bake pizza? Yeah, I do think it would be like a take-and-bake pizza. Okay. Uh, Scott Gardner, what do you do you think it would be like that as well? Um, I guess so. I don't I don't know enough about the wait, but isn't don't you need the um uh, the oil and the bat, like there is, there has to be a big vat at some point. Yeah, so, there's a lot of uh, machinery needed in a grocery store to make that. Mm-hmm. So yes, you're, it would be. A, that's why they're not doing it. I think is because it just takes up too much space. But but we, you, you, you're describing a version where we don't need a method at home. We don't need a big open vat of oil in our homes. In order to finish out the process. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's not. It's not. A take dangerous. home. Oh, I see. What, yeah, because what Jason proposed is, yeah, you would have to bring it home and make it. All right, I disagree with what Jason said. I think it needs to be made in the grocery store, and you can take it home. Well, Scott uh, voiced my concerns. Is that like, yeah, a, a big element of funnel cake is the uh, hot burning oil. <laughs> so I'd be concerned. Like, yeah, I don't think you could just do it in an oven. So yeah, just you just have to get a big drum of oil outside. It's an outside thing. It's only if you have yards or patios. so you'll have right. And like you have an artisanal pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're uh, wealthy or something, and now you'll have an artisanal big drum of hot oil. Big, big yeah. drum of hot oil. It's like the deep fried turkeys that always go so well for everyone every Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many wonderful videos of people going. Wow, this is so safe and fun and delicious. <laughs> wow, let's this is post so... our success. Let's, let's post a video of how yeah, well it went. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but let's bring our guy. We have uh, very exciting topics to talk about today. Uh, you know her from Reboot and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Returning to the podcast, it's Rachel Bloom. Welcome back. My God. So thrilled. Hey, thanks <laughs> hey, for joining thanks us for again. It's good to see you again. Um, any I could, th- oh no, I just spilled a ton of green juice. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh geez, we're gonna have to vamp. Okay, so back to, see this, she's illustrated exactly yeah. what the problem is. If you can spill green juice at home, then a big open drum of oil. That's this fine. Is, it's so, why the industrial, it's why a, a, a more industrial kitchen like a grocery store, I think you would have to, you have to, you just want it to be available to, in more yeah, places. Yeah, 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 because it's so sp- theme park specific. <laughs> That's okay, don't worry about it. Seems, seems oh, like it's going fine. No. We don't have have eyes on it uh, uh we can't see the disaster only rachel knows what she did <laughs> it was only a shot it wasn't a full 16 ounce bottle so mm-hmm. it could be worse doesn't better that she did this here and not like on a talk show or something i think it's hard oh, in a, oh, in a yeah, limited yeah. you know in a five minute window or the- now one whole minute of it is gone cleaning up green juice here we can stretch she can oh, sure, deal yeah. with this and uh, we can still I have like a big already playing, conversation we're playing it like it's live this yeah. is what's fun. 
I mean, oh, it's well, like almost like you know. Yeah, no, we're we're trying our best, but like Drew Barrymore oh, would have a lot okay. of fun with this. That could have been <laughs> bad. Wait, let me close my door. <laughs> so her family won't Drew Barrymore see. Would have Drew a lot Barrymore of fun. would have a lot of fun with this, yeah, and she'd, sure. she'd be very um, wow. reassuring. All right. Oof. Luckily, my computer was raised. Uh, I just I recently had fried my computer's motherboard by spilling hot sauce on it. Oh no! <laughs> oh. You've just been uh, down this road, this exact yeah. road. Listen, I'm not the most um, graceful, graceful person. Uh, this tea is probably going to spill at some point. Oh, sure. Okay. okay, we'll be ready for it. We love, you know, you don't get a lot of physical comedy on a podcast, it being an audio <laughs> medium. So we, we think of Nor should it. you. I don't, I'll be, I, I don't know how funny that'll be. I, en I enjoyed it. I hope it's, as long as it wasn't stressful for you, you know, we're, we're good. Mm -hmm. No, it was great. I wish I'd given you more of a low, low, beep, beep. <laughs> we can edit those in. That's perfect. You yeah. give us ADR, we'll plug those in. Very, hey, very wacky soapbox racers kind of set. Crazy Spike Jones sounds is what you just did. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Nice segue. So, yeah, we're talking about a whole grab bag of old Knott's Berry Farm rides. Yes, a delightful request on your ends to just to to say you want to talk about old Knott's Berry Farm stuff. You are after our hearts with that. Well, like I went to Knott's Berry Farm as much as I went to Disneyland as a kid. And you have these I, I loved amusement parks from a very early age. I think we've talked about this. And I grew up in Southern California, um, uh, which uh, I believe you did, too. Right. I, I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but but like Valley more so, so it was all a little further. Where were you again? Manhattan Beach. We were far. Huh, yeah, that's not close to any of this, I guess. But uh, I mean, sort of south a little more. Um, I'm so jealous, though, that Knott's was in the picture as much as Disneyland. That's great. You know, my parents, I think, liked amusement parks. Also, they could tell how much I loved them. And I was an only child. So I didn't have a sibling to compete with of where we were going to go. And my parents just were down to go to amusement parks a lot. We had a year long pass to Disneyland. We never had a year long to Knott's, um, but we went quite a lot. And when you have these early amusement park memories, it almost feels like they were a dream, <laughs> right? They're these like deep, they're these deep memories and no one ever talks about them again. And especially with the thing like a place like Knott's, um, Disneyland has so much more of a history and a lore and a fan base around it, but because Knott's is local, very few people are are talking about it. Like I went to Knott's, I'd forgotten that the Tampico Tumblr closed, which is one of the rides I listed I wanted to talk about. And I was just at Knott's with my friend Sarah and I asked an employee, I was like, hey, um, do you guys have the, because uh, I think it used to be called the Jumping Bean. Uh, but I was like, you know, the ride where you go like, I forgot it was called Tampico Tumblr and they had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> and so it, so there's a part of you that that thinks, did I make that up? Yeah. Did, mm. Was that a dream I had? Because when oh. you're a kid, you kind of live in a, a half dream state. But I didn't. It yeah, existed. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Everything's when everything in a theme park, especially is like big and surreal anyway and then memories get hazy i feel exactly the same with knots especially where yeah you're right that it's not like only up until only very recently maybe are people like really listing out here's what all the stuff was so like something like uh, uh knots berry tales i don't know if you got to do that or if that was gone by the time you went but like i had the haziest like maybe i went on a ride with bears and 
berry juice. And I also, this one's I'm wrong on, but I had the, the haziest memory for a long time that there was a Smurfs ride at Knott's. And there is a Smurfs mm. ride in the world, but it might be in Dorney Park. It's across the country. And I don't think I went there, but who knows? Uh, um, I sort of like these like hazy, scary, am I making up this ride or was this a dream? It's, it's kind of fun. Yeah, there was it, one yeah. at King's Dominion. Oh. A long, long time ago. Maybe I went. Wow. Maybe huh. like even before the Paramount ownership. Okay. Huh. Huh. <laughs> but your memory was you went on it, Scott. I so I have the <laughs> the vaguest memory of Smurfs, and I remember that they were below me. I remember yeah. like like as if wow. they were working in a mine. But am I just conflating that with the mine ride? But I don't. I don't think I would have con- like confused Smurfs with realistic ash covered. <laughs> Like mine workers, like you see in that scary Knott's mine ride. Weird. Huh. Hmm. This Easy. is where you start to get into Mandela effect shit. Mm-hmm. And and there are things I remember that my parents maybe don't. And so then if I bring it up and they don't remember, I feel crazy. That I mean, that happened directly with Berenstain Bears when, you know, the whole realization oh, right. happened on how Berenstain was spelled. I I have distinct memories of my father making jokes that the Berenstain Bears were Jewish because it looked like it could be Berenstein. That's why I remember it was E-I-N. And I called my parents a couple years ago and I said, how do you spell Berenstain Bears? And they said, S-T-A-I-N. And I said, you're not, you're not my parents. (laughs) I've been switched. I've been switched. I've been switched. I'm not your real daughter. You're not my real parents. I belong back in the the other universe, please. Wow. This is your matrix. This is getting yanked out of the matrix. Um, Funny example to use because just like last night, I saw an image going around Twitter uh, from one of the books that revealed that Mama Bear is 27 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. No, no. This That's... is as a child. I, if you'd asked me as a child, I would have guessed uh, fifty-four, yeah, yeah. 54. sixty-two, and <laughs> just the... off hat alone. Bear, yeah. Look, bears used to age differently back in the day when these characters were created. So, oh my, wow, twenty-seven. That's yeah. a revelation. Oh, that hat is just. So unsexy. It's the hat yeah, does yeah. a lot of the work in the aging. Look, she looks terrific. Don't get me wrong, but that hat is wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bear, bears age pretty. You know, yeah, bears don't crack. <laughs> sure, sure. Bear community. They sleep a lot of the year too. But so. she's she's got to style herself better to de-age. Well, the... she's constantly wearing like clothes that she's going to bed. Mm-hmm. I feel like it looks like she's always going to sleep. That's the thing. She's depressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she needs to. They didn't have antidepressants in that world, I guess. Yeah. That's too bad. I read my, mo- my mom's. Uh, somehow I was allowed to read my mom's teenage diary at one point. And she said, uh, for mom's. Oh, it's, it's, it's mom's birthday. And uh, my brothers and I just got her some potato chips and a pillow because all she does is eat and sleep. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I'm wow. like, Gra- grandma's grandma was clinically depressed. Wow. <laughs> not, okay. not something to be mocked, like and needled with uh, mean gifts. This is wow, what yeah. a different time. Well, different time or just my family uh, continuously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but uh 
Um, anyway, is, uh, uh, this has this gift been given uh, since though? Has this been a generation? It doesn't sound like the word. Honestly, regardless of that, potato chips and a pillow. Jason, that's a good. Uh, your next I mean, birthday. Uh, both very practical. <laughs> you know, I we're we're. I feel like my family is very um, pragmatic. We we all like and give gift cards, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's fun to have them. I think they're fun. I don't. I always thought they were fun, and now I feel like people use them as like, oh, it's a toss off gift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I love a good gift card, and my parents. Okay. My parents are and have always been huge fans of Barnes and Noble. And whenever I had a gift to give someone in high school, my mom would say, well, if you buy a Barnes and Noble gift card, you can pay for it on our account and we'll get points and you'll get a discount. So for like mm, all of my senior year of high school and maybe some of college, my gift to my peers would be a $20 Barnes and Noble gift card. (laughs) And, you know, worst case, they can go get coffee. You know, they can get a tchotchke, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever. No one was ever unhappy about it. That was great. Yeah. When when my parents would ask, like, for extended. Oh, someone wants to get you a gift. Is there anything? I'm like, well, Borders or Barnes and Noble. It's always fun to go there with gift Mm -hmm. cards. Mm-hmm. Borders. I'm you gonna can... maybe I'll go to Barnes and Noble and buy up a bunch of gift cards, and that's just my gift from now on. And I'm like, it's also a little bit of a go fuck yourself, but I kind of like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they could get a Funko Pop now. You know, <laughs> oh, that's one of the many many stores yeah. that's Best converted sellers. to the Funko economy. Yeah, that's yeah. probably one of the main things they sell there now. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's Starbucks coffee and Funko Pops of like J.J. Abrams or something. Yeah, yeah. Which I've seen in the store. I'm saying that from experience. That's I've oh, you're it. not just being flippant. Yeah, no, I'm not being flippant. I've seen a J.J. Abrams Funko Pop <laughs> in a Barnes and Noble. Makes sense. Got to personality stay he is. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you have a toy of him, all the adventures he could go on. Sure. <laughs> and you know, he that Funko Pop saw you as well, because you know, big glasses. <laughs> what? JJ Abrams, he has his big glasses. Oh, like he me. saw me because he Yeah, did, he saw you back. Big gla- all right. <laughs> I guess so. I guess. I'll, all right. He's I'll saying let it pass. That, that the only people who can see at all are people with glasses. <laughs> I, to- I, are you saying toys can see humans if I they have big di- glasses? Well, I see different levels. I see through your your skin to your ligament. You know, we say the truth. So, the, those glasses wear. So glasses can show. I glasses show toys humans. I guess is really what I'm getting from you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? I don't know. We wow. have to, we that have another a episode to unpack. Sentence. We have to unpack what Jason said later. <laughs> oh my God. I think. Uh, <laughs> can I can I ask before we dive into not stuff? Can I ask the 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 parent question? Because uh, you have a daughter now, correct? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Are, oh yeah. Uh, um, I are you are you theme parking it up with the are you are you on the other end of that now? You uh, are are you in, uh, indoctrinating her? The best indoctrination. I am, and I wasn't forcing it, but we brought her to Disneyland. So she's three, and she's been three times already, which These is a lot. These are my stats, exactly. We, I, it, we fit it in three times uh, before he turned three, so he was free. Three, three, free. Okay, so you get it. Yeah, um, yeah. First time she was like, I was like, how is she liking this? And then the second time was when she was like, oh, yeah, no, this is on. And then, so we went for her birthday, and she she loves it. And I think what's interest what's what's interesting is seeing her the way she reacts to rides really taking me back to how I used to react to rides um, that you either you kind of instantly fall in love with them you 
well, it's like you're you instantly fall in love with them. So so when she went on the Astro Orbiter at Disneyland, mm-hmm. we had to ride it for four times. Wow, wow. Oh, cool. And I thought it would be too fast for her, but she glimpsed it across the park and she said, I want go that. Mm. And I said, Okay, it's fast and it's high. And she 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 loved it. Wow. She insisted on going all the time. And the first time she went on it, she closed her eyes. She got a little scared, but then she wanted to go on it again and again and again. You're always on. I guess what I'm saying is it reminded me how is it when you go to amusement parks as a kid, you're always on that tipping point between exhilaration and fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's exciting. The fear is what's exciting. So we took her on Minnie, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail Railroad. Is it Runaway Rail Railway or Runaway Railroad? Railway. 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 Yeah, that is a Runaway Railway is. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, um, yeah. Really separates the. <laughs> The men from the Ian McKellens. Um, <laughs> we took her on that and she closed. There were some parts she loved, the Daisy Duck teaching dance class. She mm-hmm. loves Daisy Duck. She was obsessed with. And then oh, there's a part where a mallet smashes, is look like it's going to smash you. She got very scared. And she came off the ride saying, I didn't, li- I didn't like that. But then mm-hmm. the next day, she just wanted to watch YouTube videos of that ride. Wow. And I remember that. I remember you're fascinated by what you fear. And I had that for years with upside down roller coasters. I knew all of the stats about big upside down roller coasters, but I, I wouldn't go on one. I was too scared. And then finally I went on one, which was Windjammer at Knott's Berry Farm. Uh-huh. Right. That was my first upside down roller coaster because there was one loop, one of the rare upside down coasters where there's just one loop. It was very fast. I remember it. Mm-hmm. It was one kind of, uh, one quick hill going into a single loop. And it was like, once I crossed that Rubicon, I could go on anything. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's a cool, like, I think that's the thing you can rediscover as a parent is the, like, theme park as gauntlet. <laughs> that there are, like, many challenges for all ages. These are mm-hmm. things to strive to at three or at eight or at 12 or whatever. Or at uh, to 37 or at, yes. yeah, to yeah. 40. Yes, <laughs> as a person who wouldn't go on Splash Mountain until several years ago. Yes, sometimes it, it never ends. Oh, uh, um, is that because of the drop? Yeah, that my biggest thing is, yeah. is drop. And especially, a, like, it's easier for me to do a drop on a track where it still feels controlled, but I think the something where it is pure gravity feels very like uh, yeah. naked and vulnerable and uncomfortable. We, to me. The three of, three of us are scaredy cats going into this podcast to start a, a podcast about uh, roller coasters. In some ways, <laughs> uh, we're Sometimes. scared of them. And Rachel, I forgot to. I should have brought this up last time you were on. You suggested because I was going to Six Flags that I do Twisted Colossus. That was your recommendation. And I did Twisted Colossus, and uh, it was one of the scariest things I had ever (laughs) done in my life. Uh, uh, And the restraint, like the harness also hurt me. Is like oh, it, it no. was it was uncomfortable. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. no, I mean it's good. It, like again, you you actually encouraged me to get into the like a part of the gauntlet that I had not gotten into. And when I go back to Six Flags, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to conquer it, somewhat conquer it uh, uh, next time. I'm I'm hoping, but it was very funny because you did encourage me to do something that I was scared to do, like go on a crazier oh. roller coaster. So thank you. I guess thank you. Yeah. Only you can decide for yeah. sure if it's a thank you or not. No, it was. It was. Because, again, it's like, well, I didn't like that. It felt like when I was like little and I was like, oh, should I go on the ride? Should I go on Big Thunder? And like, oh, I loved it. 
versus I mean, I was scared, but I made it out. And that's part of the fun of like going on a ride because you're like, am I going to make it out? Yeah, and I did. <laughs> Usually. I, uh, I'm glad I gave you that experience. I'm sorry the harness hurt you. I had that experience the last time I rode X, X2 at Six Flags. Uh, the, the ride was really bumpy. And we may have talked about this last time, but, but the ride was really bumpy and it really fucked up my neck. <laughs> uh, and it did, was like, it, yeah. And not even like, uh, well, it was fun, but I'm in pain now. No, it was a little bit like, oh, something's wrong with this ride. Like they need to smooth it out. They need yeah. to get the harness better. Like it didn't feel, um, it didn't feel safe. Yeah, like sure. for, for my body. Like, I mean, the ride felt safe, but like for my body. Yeah. As opposed to, so... I went on hang time at Knott's Berry Farm when I was recently there, which has replaced Boomerang, which was one of the rides that I remember. Hang time is intense and you have to keep your head back. If you don't keep your head back on that ride, you will get kind of fucked up. Yeah. But if you keep your head back, it's awesome. Yeah, we did. Jason and I did that one. And that one is fun. Like, that one's fun. If you're, once you get out of the uh, complete, you know, on your yeah. back. Well, you don't rising up part. I of feel it. like you didn't oh, yeah. like the the hang. You didn't like the looking straight down for a beat. We've, and we've I really didn't like this the vertical. The straight we've up talked lift about hill. this on the show: thrills versus chills. And mm. chills to me is the sort of slow acceleration, the one where they're dangling you. Psychological, <laughs> psychological are chills. And I'm not as big of a fan of chills as I am of thrills. I like thrills. I I like thrills too. But we also, you and I, at some point, rode Ghost Rider at Knott's, Ugh. which is the wooden coaster that they. Uh, built in goes kind of around the marketplace and the parking lot, and um, you know I I've ridden a lot of wooden coasters and I just went on with my glasses and like after the first few seconds I was like holding them the whole time because it is so intense I was so caught off guard by that coaster of like maybe one of the it's really good but it's maybe one of the most intense coasters I've ever ridden and I was not expecting it. No. Oh, that's really interesting because I because when Ghost Rider, I love Ghost Rider so much. Yeah. And I've and I haven't ridden a ton of wooden coasters because um, uh, they I, I grew up here. So like there wasn't there wasn't one there. There wasn't one at Disneyland. Knott's had this one, but it was like not great. And then Colossus was like a kind of very smooth roller coaster. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like it's one of the great rides out there, but I can't tell because I haven't been on a ton of other extreme wooden coasters, but I think Ghost Rider is so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up on the East Coast, so there was a good amount of wooden coasters, and I think in the Midwest there's even more. But it's like, I as a kid, I, I could just take the bumpiness, like the intensity of that, but yeah, until I was like 12 or 13, I was terrified of going upside down. That, I don't know what I thought would happen if I would enter another dimension or something. <laughs> but like, yeah, I think I, I thought I was falling out of the around. car. Yeah when, I was, yeah. when I was a kid, I thought, oh, I'm going to go upside down and like, I'm just going to fall out of the car. Like that's, I truly just very fundamentally, that's what I thought might happen. Yeah. Cartoons just imprinted. On, so like your daughter, we were scared of mallets, anvils falling out of... <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the cartoon, the loop goes, the character goes in a loop and then falls into the car so you, when it gets oh, so back down. So you had down. a real, you had an actual fear. See, for me, it was much more, how am I going to feel when I'm in that loop? Is it going to, is the feeling going to be unpleasant? Is it going to yeah. be so intense? But you, but that's interesting. A, a material fear of, I don't like 
this shouldn't be possible. It shouldn't be possible, but yeah, fear of unknown for sure. Like, yeah, how am I gonna feel? Is this really gonna be, it's gonna be like a tilt-a-whirl where it really like pushes on your stomach and you feel it? Mm. Or yeah, what is it gonna be? Upside down is I think kind of overrated in terms of like, it, we, I think we all built it up in some way and then it's not that crazy. At least to me, it's not like the, the craziest thrill in most cases it's visually daunting in the way that you know astro orbiter from a distance is visu visually very appealing you know yeah it, it depends how fast you're going on the on the loop too because hmm. like the I, yeah yeah i i have got i i guess the loop is negative g-force right that's negative g's and then positive g's is a hill i don't know Good question. i think You've positive g's I think positive G's is, are like the humps, the airtime, and then negative yeah, okay. G's is the pressure on your head. Oh. Uh, as I've gotten older, I, I'm, I, it's not like I don't like it. I'm just, I feel the same way. It's, uh, it's fun, but uh, it's not the, it's not necessarily the most intense part of the ride. Like a good hill going into a steep turn is just arguably just as kind of thrilling and intense as, as a, a ride with many, many loops. That's something that I'm reaching now is I'm not necessarily afraid to go on any rides, but I am hitting, I feel my body starting to um, feel the weight of these coasters in a, yeah. in a way I could, I could go to, I could go to not six flags in high school and be fine. And now I have to eat a big breakfast. I have to be eating throughout the day. I mm. need to have a stomach that is not hungry, otherwise I'll get nauseous. I need protein in my body, and I need to space out going on roller coasters. I can't mm. go on them. I have to pace it, because otherwise I will get nauseous, and that never happened before. And I'm glad mm. that I can still go on coasters, but the pacing, my pacing has slowed down. Like, if I were to go to Cedar Point, which is still one of my dreams, I would... I would have to make it, I think, a multi-day journey. Mm -hmm. like, I would, I couldn't, I wouldn't tr try to cram all those coasters in one day because my body can't do it. Yeah, that makes sense. I've, th I've had this thought, like, oh, I'm gonna have to like train or keep in shape of in some ways so I can go on the rides <laughs> of the future because I do want to. Because you know, there's gonna be cool rides when I'm 70 years old, mm -hmm. and I want to be able to do it. It's but I, so I have to be in some shape. My neck has to be not like cramping up i have to figure out how to i don't know if it's just doing more yoga i'm not sure what <laughs> diet you gotta think about too sure you gotta, yeah. yeah every facet of it this it's a little more astronaut for everybody we need to we, be we're all kind of astronauts as we yeah. enter our 40s or uh, astronaut shape 30s well yeah. and at five one if i'm not careful like my head will just ping pong ball on those shoulder restraints and like i can kind of tell the upkeep quality of a coaster on how much that ha that's happening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sometimes oh, I yes. I get off and go like this is gonna get refurbished. <laughs> <Is> that just <laughs> I may have gotten a slight concussion. <laughs> Let me ask. So that's about... one of okay, yeah, oh, That's well, that's one of my memories about Windjammer, which is one of the roller coasters. So Windjammer was uh you know first roller uh, upside down roller coaster I went on. It was a roller coaster at Knotts from I don't know the years, but opened probably late 90s, closed mid 2000s. So, so despite being called Windjammer, it would close whenever there was a too high of a wind. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a badly, it was a badly main made ride that, that unfortunately replaced the uh, crazy soapbox racers, which was, I think, a, a bad decision. And mm -hmm. I do have a memory, the first time I wrote it of 
coming off of the loop, my head bouncing against the a shoulder restraint. Luckily, they'd really padded it because I think they knew it was going to happen. But but even then, I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, Jeez. not even three years. Admit this seems like a, the rarest. Yeah. I never, I didn't know this story at all. Uh, um, that it was seemingly notoriously bad and resulted <laughs> yes. in a lot of lawsuits <laughs> that kind of ruined mm-hmm. the company. I think not. I think Knotts did not end up winning the lawsuit, but it destroyed the reputation <laughs> of the company that built it, who also built the New York, New York roller coaster. Which, from what I've heard, I haven't been on it. From what I've heard from people who have, that should be enough to destroy a company's reputation on its own. That yeah. sounds like a terrible role. Has anybody done it here? I, yes. Yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, oh, it's, bu- it's, bu- it's bumpy, right? I, I haven't been on it in a little bit, but from what I remember, it's pretty for a steel coaster. It's very bumpy. Uh-huh. It, it's pretty bumpy. Uh, yeah, the company was called Togo International. It's a big Japanese company, and they they started an international subsidiary, and their main projects were. Um, uh, Windjammer and like New York, New York, uh, and that subsidiary pretty quickly closed. Uh, and now there is a different company that updated the track and uh ride cars on New York, New York. I don't know that it's any better. Okay. Oh, but uh, they just divorced even from like if they need new parts, they don't even talk to this I, place because uh, I don't think this division exists anymore. Yeah, this this is a thing that wow. happens sometimes. Like Disney got in this with uh, one of their uh, maybe Primeval World or one of Triceratops something in oh, Animal Kingdom. Wow, wow, where it's like, oh, this ride is closed a lot in recent years because the company that built it doesn't exist anymore. So getting replacement parts is near impossible. Hmm. Oh, jeez, weird. And it, it, you went, uh, uh, Scott. You didn't go on this, right? What on uh, Windjammer? Wind no, this was too. No, no, no. And it, yeah, it was at what? So I was in like sort of middle school to early high school. This was a yeah. very uh, um, scaredy cat time for me. So uh, no, uh, um, Windjammer Surf Racer. So in in theory, right. this is supposed to be a racing ride, but it seems like the racing was never really committed to or they just they did not uh launch the two cars at the same time so you weren't really racing i do remember watching the cars and it was like you'd ride in these blocks of cars it wasn't even like a um i think that's part of the reason it was closed it was it was like only kind of one car it was it was that um i i remember watching these two cars going around the loops at the same time and it was very cool but i think that's maybe the reason it was shut down is because you didn't have the heft of a long ride car you just had this one little thing and it made the why is it when you have a like on a crazy mouse coaster Hmm. why are the why are the uh drops more intense when you're in just like a one you know what I'm saying? Like a one yeah, ride car know. as opposed to a smooth, long thing. There's something about that, though, where you feel it's like, as opposed to like, Meer. yes, those are awful to me. I'm still not a fan of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. They yeah, have the less you have with you. I guess, so much of, of a my, train. You're so in. much of that for me is psychological. Yeah, for some reason, I feel very comfortable when there's a long line of people. <laughs> a bunch of friends are on the ride with me in my mind. And I'm like, well, nothing's going to happen to all of these people. It's about like safety I don't think it and is. numbers. I'm saying for me specifically. <laughs> sure, sure. But yeah. No, there's something movement though. There's a, I'm sure there's something in physics that yes. explains why things are kind of more intense 
It's closer Thanks to what to I was saying about Splash Mountain that you're for me where you're in a a little log and not the the safety of a big long yeah. train. Well, it just feels feels crazier. To Goofy me. Sky School, which is this like the scariest ride at Disney for me. <laughs> that uh, sensation it, of almost going off the track, and it's because oh. you're in a little tiny car. Yeah, and it's like I know that's yeah. The idea is that like they're making you think you're about to fly off the track, but that's by far the scariest ride for me at Disney. And Windjammer also had a loop in it. So the wild mouse loop combination, uh, not really done very often, maybe only this. And oh, that's interesting, yeah. Then it didn't work very well on top of that, so. Yeah, and it would. It seemed like, yeah, it would, you would get a concussion on it. <laughs> so. so people sued because they got uh, brain damage, like they got brain injuries on it? I don't know if any, but if any individuals, I think the Knots was really unhappy. On, on the Wikipedia, I'm seeing that they, the, the fact that they couldn't operate during medium winds, that Windjammer yes. jammed in the wind, mm. uh, they, uh, Knots called it an embarrassment. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then they just left it there and didn't deconstruct it, but didn't run it for a long time. And also, I missed this one, that at some point, uh, an apparel company, presumably called Windjammers, uh, challenged the coaster's name and they had to change it to Jammer, Jammer for a while. Yeah. Oh, that's totally really that funny. <laughs> what a combative three years. This is a disaster, seemingly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm just looking at the pictures of it, it's just, it seems like it could have been fun. I just, I don't know why. It was, I, it was fine. I would say like on the list of things I'm sad aren't there anymore. It's, it was like a, a pretty like, not good roller coaster as opposed to the um the parachute jump which was awesome and and you still have the knots tower with the sky cabin yeah mm -hmm. so i'm like why not just leave the parachute jump yeah why did you do that i'm not sure about that the parish yeah i i kind of missed when i wasn't paying a lot of attention to knots i i missed that they took out the parachutes which i always associated with it because you can see it or, or you, you could see it on the horizon uh, mm -hmm. Before you got into the park, like it's part of the it's if there is a not skyline that's iconic at all, parachutes are part of it. It was part of all the ads for a while as they celebrated a hundred years. Like those are back in the mix. Like remember the parachutes, but it's been a long time. The beautiful Buena Park skyline. <laughs> yeah. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel, and Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Well, and the great part of the parachute jump was, and that's one of the home movies I found, like the great part of the parachute jump is that it was the first intro to a drop ride that kids could have. Yeah. Because it was oh. gentle. You were standing up in a cage, like with your parents. So it didn't drop you that hard, but it just gave you a little sensation of what a drop ride was like. And it was super, it was super fun. So I should say I went through my mom years ago gave me all of our home movies. So my my mom, uh my mom and grandpa both videotaped constantly. And I have 72 DVDs worth of home movies that my mom gave me. And at some point I had them digitized and I put them all on my Google photos 
So I have all of my home movies, including like home movies from like my my dad's family in like the 40s. Wow. Um, oh, this is I have so them rare. all. It's awesome. So I so then Google has like a really cool. I mean, it's spying on me, but like a really cool thing where I can just put in uh, amusement park and it'll show me any photo or video that I've had at mm-hmm. amusement park. So I was able wow. to find home movies at Knott's. And the, one of the ones we have is a parachute jump. And like, yeah, it's awesome. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, um, wait, do you have it? Can we see them? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you want me to share my screen? Yeah, sure. Please. I, yeah. We, here, we assume technically this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So this is me, my dad, and my friend Dallas on the parachute jump. Oh, oh my wow. God. I thought you were in the line. That looks like a line cage. That's interesting. God. You're standing up. Yeah. That's really weird. Odd ride back Oh, it's like a, um, it's kind of like you're in a, a shark cage, and they <laughs> pull it up into the air. The opposite of a shark, just yeah. goes the other direction. And they're coming down. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're on the left or right? Where are you? I'm on the left of the hat. <laughs> well, you're happy. You're talking already. You're reviewing it. So it was once up and one down. Okay. Two big visors, rainbow visors. Big visors in my family. Also, we are wearing, uh, I don't know if you noticed, we're all wearing matching sweatshirts except for my friend because we went to, we'd recently gone to San Francisco and um, we did a thing where you could sit on a dinosaur and look like you were all riding a dinosaur and we got that photo put on a sweatshirt, which I feel like people don't, do as much now getting a photo get like getting a photo on a sweatshirt considering how many photos we take mm. we all of our clothes when you think about it could be photos <laughs> it's true but we don't we don't why don't we do that anymore yeah I, that's weird because i feel like uniqlo or h&m like often will sell just like a baggy sweatshirt with just a square or rectangular photo on it we're not opting for it at the tourist like specialized stops. yeah because you see at disney like you'll the people have like maybe special sweatshirts but it usually just says like uh, grandma's turning 75 or something yeah like it'll be a custom made sweatshirt but it won't be like photos but that was a thing was this just my family my parents no. still my okay because my parents have a pic have numerous sweatshirts of me as a kid on them and they'll wear them to shows of mine Oh really? Oh, that's really? very yeah. cute. That's yeah, it's great. very funny, and I feel like I should start um, doing that. Like maybe I should get a sweatshirt of my husband that says like "My Puddin'" and just <laughs> and just and just wear it around. <laughs> I think so, yeah, for sure you should yeah. do that. He'd be proud. Yes, that's great. Sure. Uh, that parachute ride, I feel like oh, I would have worn my parents out. Like they would have been like, "All right, it's your turn to go on the." He wants to do it again. But well, as I'm gonna, an adult, it, yeah. looking at it, I'm like, "This is a little terrifying." Drop, getting dropped in this little cage. Yeah, standing, I would. Standing. Have, I, I, yeah. I remember the idea. I remember my parents suggesting that we do it, and I and just no, <laughs> and like no. Hey, what? No, look at you. Just get in a cage, and then it drops you. It's not funny. Stop suggesting that. Like yeah. I, the, the, even them badgering me, I'm like, this is not one of these things that'll be funny that I'm overreacting. I'm shutting this down, which wow. probably they just made fun of me more. Right. I, I, this, this is a hazy memory that came back thinking about these parachutes. The, like, just a cage. That doesn't seem, I need something to hold on to. 
This is why I've, yeah, the bars of yeah, the cage. Yeah. I guess so. Oh, but that sounds, they're just rattling. That's not safe. I'd want to go <laughs> to the ground scary. also. Yeah, it wasn't, it probably wasn't safe, but it had been around since like the 70s. It was the symbol of Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's a thing we like, like two rides that are kind of intertwined, like the Sky Cabin and mm. the Parachutes. Like, yeah. There was an original like concept art for Disneyland um, in the night that the Indiana Jones ride would be a temple that the Jungle Cruise boat would be change to go through and that's just two rides going in between each other is so fun oh i love i love that and it's so rare yeah on, you have the disneyland railroad that gives you a brief glimpse of splash mountain mm-hmm. uh the people mover used to give you a brief glimpse of space mountain mm-hmm. yeah and star tours yes and uh-huh. skyway used to go through matterhorn so a lot of them are are used oh, to yeah that was yeah. The Skyway is because they still have that in Disney World, right? No, no it's no, gone no. for a while. It's gone oh. everywhere. Yep. So I Where thought they it? took it out of Disneyland because people kept opening the doors and and jumping out and getting injured. But did why did they take it out? The Skyway was the Sky Cabin was awesome. I think the liability on on both of those were a nightmare. There was a guy who like jumped out or fell out and ended up in a tree. Yeah, but it wasn't the only reason, but I don't think it helped. Sky Jump, I don't know, like. Uh, of you know, not to not to bring everybody dead. There was there in there was a suicide on Sky Jump. The first death oh. at Knotts in 1983 on Halloween night, even. <gasps> but it was it ran for a long time after that. So that wasn't why. It's actually kind of crazy that they just like, well, what do we do, gang? Uh, put our heads together. Not adjust it in any way mm. in the wake of the suicide. <laughs> um, nope, still a cage, still good, no restraints. When you think about it, is the most like yes, that is the most uh, suicidable ride, probably well, the ever. Cage, yes, is a shark cage with the top open. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you just got one jump and then you're uh, yeah. you're set. Nothing holding you in there. No belts. Nothing. And someone had climbed in the last few years. Someone climbed to the top of the um, sky cabin. Yes, and then just Whoa. hung out there, and then eventually, you know, they got him. Or to was that the down. other? Was that was that Supreme Scream? And is that the correct? name oh i don't know that would be very to climb to the top i mean to climb to the top of any of these would be dangerous but supreme scream oh i guess so you're never against if you could climb the tower the the supreme scream uh cars are never flush up against the pole so I guess you'd be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. That's so high. That would be so scary. There, th- one of these for sure. It yeah. did happen recently, and the guy got down safely. They, sh- you know what? Somehow. I don't know if there's enough time to put a stunt into a, the new Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, <laughs> but a Tom Cruise stunt off of this thing would be really exciting. <laughs> oh, sure. Think? It's very high. Well, and getting to see him, you know, go to an there that's one sequence that we've never seen in a Mission Impossible is a big in an like yeah. run amuck in an amusement park sequence. I think we'd all like yeah. to see Ethan Hunt do that. Yeah. No, we would. I don't Are, think they've done that on Fast and Furious either. Oh, that's true. That's a good point too. It's like a that, car riding in the roller coaster track? Oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> oh, it's on the yes, yeah. On the track. They have to perfectly steer to the contours. Ooh, that's great. Yeah, because yeah. it, it also if like it's tw- Twisted Colossus has two tracks, like maybe one is the roller coaster Ooh, and then one yeah. is the car and like they have to get somebody <gasps> on the roller coaster. So like they're trying to jump from the car to the actual roller coaster car. That'd be well, yeah. or because roller coaster tracks are much more narrow than cars. But mm. so but if it's a racing coaster, you have two wheels on one 
track, two wheels on the other track, okay. and you are the roller coaster is right behind you. And oh, if, that's and good if you too. don't if you don't get fast, stay fast enough, that roller coaster is going to demolish your car. Right. Oh, well, well, yeah, that's so good you have too. To, like you have to drive faster than gravity to stay ahead of that. I coaster. guess that's what I'm saying. I guess that's what I'm saying. Which is a big that's that seems like a challenge that uh, Toretto and the gang Dom if could, anybody yeah. was going to do Dom it could do it. Yeah. Dom and the family. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. As long as with the power of family behind them, with the power of family behind them, it does more seem powerful like, than gravity. It does seem like one of the comedy ga- like that ludicrous uh, would would get up to in those. He he oh. does all the gags and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe ended up ones? in space. <laughs> ended up in a an old car uh, with a jet engine strapped to it in space in the last one. Really? Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Jeez. So yeah, roller coasters not possible. These. Yeah, yeah. Um, I what have we missed about? Oh, you know what? Uh, iconic thing as part p- part of the Sky Jump Tower, which is still there, but the um the the big knots K. That's an old school oh, yeah. knots mm. thing, which they replaced. It's now like a, it's now an LED K, mm. so it can flash all these different colors. And we were all there for the the opening of the new K. Of the new K. What a moment! We were there. <laughs> we got the we saw the K turn on. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> go on any rides. We just saw the K. <laughs> but I, I, I that's awesome. <laughs> um, it was special. Well, that was also that was like things are starting to reopen post pandemic. So truly, like a K turning on was like tear inducing. <laughs> well, I have an insane email because I I know the Knots PR people because one time a bunch of crazy X. A bunch of us in Crazy X like went to Knots for free. Oh, I have an insane email I sent. Oh boy, this is probably July 2020. Mm. So my daughter's uh, three, four months old. It's thick of the pandemic. I had a very traumatic uh, March 2020. I gave birth. My friend died COVID a week after she was born. I had a I had a rough go. And I have an email that I'd sent to my Disneyland PR contact that says, hey, I know the park is closed, but I have to imagine that you guys (laughs) are running the roller coasters. Is there any way I can just sit on a ride while you're running a roller coaster? I haven't been on a roller coaster because I've been pregnant. I was pregnant. I haven't been on a roller coaster in almost two years. I'm having a, a rough time can I please just sit on a ride and and then I'll go. And I said, I'll pay any, I'll pay you. I'll Mm -hmm. pay you. Like, and I won't, I don't, I'm not going to go around the park. I'm not, I don't expect food. I don't expect a bathroom, but she she got back. (laughs) She's like, um, I'll check with my contacts. I don't think that will be possible. And And it's a, it's a, it's a crazy thing to ask, but, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, it literally never hurts to ask. The worst thing is they get a little mad and then probably forget about it. But also, maybe you made their day. Maybe that was like, <laughs> you're not going to believe what happened to me today. I got to tell you this story. <laughs> yeah, and, and it fun. makes sense, right? You yeah. have to run the coasters. Right. Yeah. They're so there. There's all they're somewhere. They're there. You have to keep them from being rusty. Can I just... Yeah, sneak, just just sneak onto it. Sure. Yeah, and they're making zero dollars as it stands. It, like, right. I would pay. I was like, this. I will pay you full amusement park admission just oh. to be on one ride one time. Yeah. 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 Well, I was the I was the one who who was uh, assigned uh, the duty 
of like a 2020 early summer pandemic, me and my girlfriend put in an order. They had opened the Knott's Chicken Dinner restaurant for pickup. I remember that. And I went and we went down and it was so surreal to like, there was only like 10 cars in the parking lot and half of them were workers. And I was like, I have to walk under the roller coaster to get like, I hadn't been in a park. I hadn't seen a roller coaster. I hadn't used a public bathroom in months. And it was just so bizarre. And it, they were just like, yeah, the public bathroom's open. And it was just the cleanest thing I had ever seen. <laughs> but it was just so bizarre to be standing there holding our dog underneath Ghost Rider and no one's around. And it's like perfectly quiet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just being near. Just let me touch a roller coaster. Just let, it Can did, I hug a roller coaster, It was please? at that point. It's like, well, the pie you, and the chicken will keep. Uh, I think we can walk around. And a you had been, bit. E- Jason had been emailing them every day. Can I please have a chicken? Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> finally, can they I opened just it eat up. A chicken I while touching a roller. Coaster. I don't even like yeah. it that much. White meat is so dry so often, but I'll take it. <laughs> it got so sad. All those things. Did you ever go to any of the things where it's like, okay, we are opening Disneyland, but not restaurants or stores. You can just be in there. Nothing is open. There is nothing to do. And it is cold, but you can go. <laughs> like, or, I, I or, went to one thing like that that was, it may, I think it made me feel worse, actually. Than, but I wanted to, I was curious if it would make me feel better. Yeah. We drove a car through Six Flags oh, right. during Christmas time. Oh, they yeah. had opened oh, up. They, they, oh, yeah. Wow. That was the thing in 2020. You could drive your car through Six Flags. Uh, and they would have like, I don't know, lights. There would be some lights. The light shows were were pretty good, and then there would be some people dancing, and then at the very end, like a a, a sad <laughs> Daffy and Bugs. Well, yeah, kind but of I didn't wave get, at you. You said you saw Bugs at I the end, bugs. and I didn't. Bugs yeah. was on a break, and I was like, well, there was no finale, and then we just left. Although we did get a hunk of fudge on the way in. <laughs> we got complimentary fudge on the way in, which was nice. Fudge so delivered to your you car. You could snack on fudge. You're in a mask. They're in a, max, a mask. Like a hazmat suit hands you fudge. Yeah. That's where we were at not long ago. Yes. Yeah. I remember did, it well. Did you do any of the, like, what do you, do you have, or maybe, maybe you, you couldn't get out with the, uh, with young baby at the time, but did you have any, like, well, this is a sure a sad attempt at trying to get theme park fun? I did a drive through drag show. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's sat in, sat in our cars and watched a big drag stage. That was fun. I did wow. a, a Cinespia drive through mm-hmm. with oh. death Be- with death becomes her that was very fun oh that's fun uh that was it we were really care we were really really careful with yeah. newborn yet yeah. we still got covid in in late december in december 2020 because my husband had an eye infection and he had to go to the eye doctor and he wore an n95 Jeez. uh but he got it he got covid from there so we all got it anyway I, we are so yeah. cautious we 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 are I mean, we're on the more careful side of people, and we have had COVID more than anyone we know. <laughs> oh my wow. God. Jeez. It's like you're because you're more cautious. Somehow I don't know. It's, weird I, it's reverse just bad, karma. It's weird bad luck, but especially uh, uh, it was rough before we were vaccinated, but post vaccination, um, it's, you know, not as bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Absolutely. Uh, um, let me just make sure we get to, to more of the knots stuff uh um i you know let's i i want to make sure we get a little time in for wacky soapbox yeah. racers because uh. as we so what a what a sad we kind of went backwards here but the 
you know, this this problematic multi types of lawsuits uh, when Jammer Coaster opens is gone in three years. This is the spot where now it now it's accelerator, which mm-hmm. is the one. It's like a pretty fast launch. It's pink and there's like one big loop is the or one, one big tower is kind of the main facet of it. But this spot was it was first a motorcycle ride. It was called Motorcycle Chase until 1980. And then I guess it's a cursed spot because this was starting to be a problematic ride uh, um uh, phys- not not in a uh, cultural sense yeah uh, uh, it was the ride was canceled yeah uh, yeah no it was not they didn't have that then the uh, motorcycle um, chase okay yeah i'm looking at pictures of it yes uh, um this was you you were basically up too high like it was cool to sit on a motorcycle but if this ride came to a sudden stop you're really screwed like you're mm-hmm. barely you're barely hanging on uh, um there was a problem with the center of gravity on the ride <laughs> and, but they wanted to keep the track and they wanted to they don't want to start from scratch and a guy named eddie soto later an imagineer realized well what if we just it's the same track but you put everybody lower mm. and then maybe yeah. we can salvage this thing and that was the core of it but on top of that he creates this experience that's this wacky unique singular cartoon world this is like an auteur mm-hmm. right this is i I've, i really never i knew this thing existed but i never looked at it too hard until prepping for this boy this ride seems great and you got you got to do it it was awesome wow it was so fun it was the perfect i rode this when i was five or six so it was a perfect it was one of the few like family i think the at the time the only family roller coaster knots had it was great and 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 you see you're you're still kind of above the track so it felt a little surreal i loved it wow. it was yeah. awesome it seems so fun and and in theory okay so the racing which often doesn't work on a lot of rides and really didn't work on windjammer the idea with this is that it's kind of like a bobsled uh, competition mm-hmm. where if everybody works together and leans and uses their own center of gravity that you maybe like let's work together as a team in the soapbox here and we can mm-hmm. actually maybe shift our weight and win the race. Yeah. I don't know how true it was, right. but it seems like people actually did try and it which is what a cool dimension for a ride that you maybe there is an actual competition that really works. It's not arbitrary. Yeah. yeah. And tons of painted original characters. I think there was some animatronics too. The there was an announcer animatronic. Yeah. Of like these animals and it cute it, lions and, and clients and bears and stuff, cats. It, I did it it did remind me too of the Warner Brothers, uh or not Warner Brothers, the Hanna Barbera. What that show was just called Wacky, Wacky Racers. Racers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So similar, very similar concept, but like this is a whole universe of characters exclusive to this mm-hmm. ride. And I think this and Berry Tales are the ones that I hear most about. Like, oh, there's commemorative merch. There's there's a very thorough Eddie Soto has a very th- thorough Wacky Soapbox Racers website, like memories yes, website. Check with this art. out, Rachel. Oh, wow. WackySoapboxRacers.com. Mm. It's I have never seen <laughs> no such way. a complete archive of a website from the people who actually built it. You can <gasps> see like people painting and and prepping all the characters yeah. and uh, what the old oh, ride looks like and why it didn't work and how he fixed it. I it just and you keep scrolling and scrolling and more and more pictures appear. Uh, what, oh what a God, great this site. is really watching the ride. Yeah, you bust through the doors. Oh yeah, this is really yeah. Doors fly open. It has that kind of madcap, so like the, the Mr. Toad kind of deal. Uh, um, 
You know what? I was saying about, I don't, Rachel, I don't know if you've been on the Mario Kart ride yet. <clears throat> Not yet. Um, we all uh, maybe don't like the ride. Maybe we can just be as simple <laughs> oh. as that about it. Don't feel the best about it. The racing feels arbitrary and mm. it doesn't, and it's very slow. And they're trying to make the, the race nature of it all happen in the goggles that you're wearing. They are goggles. Yeah. And I had been saying, is it a wild mouse? Is there some jankier way to feel more like Mario Kart? I think this is it. Yeah. This seems more Mario Kart than the Mario Kart ride. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, this is, yeah, you were kind of mentioning it, but like, this feels like the uh, one of the pieces of Knott's identity, basically, that went away when they started like because it's original. Show. It's a ori yeah. it's original kind of IP. It's like original lore, right? Yeah. And yeah. the Berry Tales was that way too. And now they've brought it back in a, a less lesser version. Yeah, we never Still talked about it. We never did an episode about good. it, which might indicate I don't know. We liked it, but I, I liked it. Have but you done that, Rachel? the The new the new Berry, Berry Tales. Tales it's this? like a shooter. We're shooting pies. Uh, I have, I have, and it's, it, uh, maybe I have, it, if I have, it's very forgettable. Well, cause that took the place of the dinosaur ride and the yes. dinosaur mm. ride was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. And that also had its own IP. It had its own animatronic character who was a doctor that was like, and I remember he'd go, he'd go, we're going back, back 50 million years. And it was this character. It had its own story. And any ride now that has its own story has been taken out in the place. Well, I guess Berry Tales is its own IP. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah, and they brought that back. But like the, the only way you're getting not IP in a theme park is if the theme park can't afford IP. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. we need our cheap parks. We need Knots to have no partnerships with yeah. anything, or else we don't get these delightful original worlds. The story is on a lot of these, and and I had kind of heard versions of them over the years, but it's like. It all depends on like how well the park is doing financially, who's in charge. Like eventually when Cedar Fair buys Knott's Berry Farm, the guy is in charge and he makes an effort of like we're gonna put in dark rides hmm. at all at all of these parks. And I, I only learned this from an expedition theme park video when Cedar Fair bought Knott's Berry Farm. That was their first time running a year round park. Oh, wow. that it never wow. occurred to me because all the other Cedar Fair mm. parks are in uh, places with cold winters. So they close, you know, for for parts of the year. But Knott's is open year round. And he kind of like committed to like, let's get some dark rides in there. Let's revitalize the ones that are in there. Oh. And that was part of the big the big change. Eventually, the family, the kids, the Knott's kids sold off. Uh, the park to Cedar Fair and then Cedar Fair kind of they know roller coasters. So they start putting in that stuff. And then eventually when this new guy takes over, that's when you start to see a lot of revitalization efforts at Knott's. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, well, personality put it back in. Yeah. And yet the kingdom of the dinosaurs fell into the crap. Like mm -hmm. I didn't realize this thing. They just let it oh. rot. They stopped running it's, it. Yeah. And then people just started going in there and stealing stuff or like. <laughs> yeah breaking parts mm -hmm. of it or like it's very it's awful what happened to this but brett can we see it i i think I, I sent an ad for king of the dinosaurs just to go back to the uh to happier times which imagine like it is 1987 i believe and you see you were like this is probably the beginning of kids being obsessed with dinosaurs mm -hmm. it's like i don't know that that exists as much before the 80s oh wait they're not this one but the although you know oh, while, yeah. while you have it open um, this is another, I like this clip too, which is, um, 
Uh, weirdly, I played a part of this years ago. This is this is uh, some, I don't know one of the hosts, but the other one is Gary Owens from Laughing. Mm. Oh, I recognize and, him. Um, and they they were hosting some dinosaur show, and they went through the ride as as part of this. But I didn't play this moment from it. Um, just pay close attention to the the animal that they point out on the ride. A sloth. There it is. Hey, a three toed sloth. Yes. A sloth. A sloth. It's a sloth. sloth. Look. Oh, it is a sloth. Yeah, it's a three-toed sloth. <laughs> this are we? How do you get sloth? Where's is the, the guy just? Is the guy just dumb, or do we not know at that point? Is it not? Is uh, that a newer animal? Is mania a, at that point? <laughs> I is it um a regional thing? Like just a weird? I had never heard sloth. Oh, so it's a sloth. Pennsylvania thing. No, and you it's guys not. Say sloth, but that's unusual because sloth is one of the uh, seven deadly sins, isn't it? Like that's right. Uh, that's why they want to differentiate it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe he's like, yeah, he's very religious. He studies the sins, and he's like, surely it can't be sloth. It, that would not be a nice name for an animal. Is it like how we learned the planet's name was Uranus when we were kids, and then all of a sudden it was like Uranus was the way people were pronouncing mm. it, and I suspect yeah. it's because. We have to do I call something. bullshit on that. Yeah, it's Uranus. It's Uranus. It's Uranus. Yeah, let's just deal Fuck with you. it. We'll give kids a little bit of fun. Let them play yes. with a naughty word. That's a fun day in school when kids <laughs> when you learn that. that out. One. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I pretended for a while. I felt like, sure. hey, Uranus. Ha ha ha! I get it. Well, I did not it, yeah. get it. I didn't know what Uranus was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Here's the on a on a cleaner and more wholesome note. Here's this. This commercial ad. is wild. Yeah. Over 16 million years ago, the most ferocious <laughs> creatures the world has ever known mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> Back, introducing Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. <laughs> that's that oh, thank you cow missing for that video yeah. um, imagine I mean like imagine seeing that in that year if you're a Frady Cat kid um, I and the ride does not reflect the that like fast cutting uh, no, psycho screen no, kind of part wasn't that, the ride was when I went on it it was we're going back in time it wasn't scary it was look at these amazing dinosaurs yeah, yeah, just mm -hmm. very, very gentle, calm, like sort of an eerie air, but then none of the dinosaurs do anything yeah. actually upsetting. So that's that's a bit of misrepresentation. Well, one of them said off-color remarks. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you just plugged your kid's ears. Yeah. Yeah, it was very weird. Suddenly, like, at the end of the ride, the T-Rex was like, women can't drive. <laughs> and it was... Everyone's Whoa, coming out of the door, like confused. Everyone's like the very end of the ride. Did, did you hear that too? Did you? <laughs> hey, a comet's heading for us. Well, I'm probably whipped by Uranus. Yeah. They put that on a shirt though, that in the retro merchandise. Oh, sure. Dinosaurs yeah. saying women can't drive. And, and uh, millennials wear it now, ironically. So. And they, but all the ride operators are instructed to say, no, I. 
I didn't. No, hear. I didn't hear that. You're crazy. They roar. Dinosaurs roar is what they do. I don't know what you heard. Yeah, guests are just so amazed. You must be the crazy one. Every employee is gaslighting everyone. This is the origin. This is the first gaslighting ever done. Yeah, Berry Farm. It was that movie, and then the ride. Thirty years later, Yeah, this was. Well, I do really. Well, I do really quickly. I, I, I look. Home movies are mostly boring, but. I do want to just play you one more thing that I have, sure, which yeah. is on yeah. the old roller coaster boomerang, which is where hang time is now. Mm. Boomerang, oh, yeah. which formerly was corkscrew, uh, and then they changed it to boomerang. I don't know if it's a different ride or if they just gave it a new coat of paint, but this was like um, the only multiple upside down roller coaster at Knott's. And in 2001, uh, when I was in eighth grade, I somehow got my dad to go on it with me. And my dad had been on upside down roller coasters, but he was, he was, getting on in years. I have kind of an old dad. So my dad was born in 1945. So 2001, he was, uh, mm, he was, he was, he was, yeah, yeah, early 50s. Hmm. So I do want to just play you my dad's reaction after going on boomerang because it's very oh, funny. Oh, so good. this is all right. So this is us here. It, it'll be you can edit around the boring stuff, oh, sure. but it, it is quite fun. All right. Not enough clips of parents. We've we've yeah, done true. surprisingly little, besides right. your your song with your mom. Like that's true. All right, can you see? Yeah. 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 All right, so here's me, my dad. Uh, all right, let's see. Okay, sorry, I should have. Oh boy. So we're joking, huh? Have they changed boomerang? Anyway. Okay, so my dad and I go on Boomerang. Uh, my mom is filming us on Boomerang. Let's see how much you can see. Can't really see much. Uh, where are we? All right, there's our car. Oh my God. <laughs> Did mom always sit it out? Did she oh, sit right oh, out? Yeah. She's never been on an upside down roller coaster. Oh, okay. So you can kind of see us. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Hold yeah, on. yeah, you just lift it up. Uh, we're right. Oh, we're right there. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Good commentary. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know. You'll see our faces drop. There we are. It's a big slow lift back, and then it drops you, and then you do the thing, and then another, then you get stuck again, and then you go backwards. Okay, so this is my dad getting off the ride. Is that him right there? In the white shirt? Yeah. Oh. Did you see me? Did you see yeah, me? I on the loop? Yeah. No, what do you say, Alan? I don't like it. No, you know why it was worse than... Oh, no, wait, I'm trying to get his face. It was... It was... Uh, an experience that nobody really Get needs. They take you up, they shook you up, they took you down. They did, oh my God. I'll never be the same again. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so, that's what I wanted to. It's an experience that uh, no one really needs, is like kind of a great way to sum up roller coasters in a way. 
Yeah, if, if, you yeah. It, if you look at it, why? Why would <laughs> yeah. anyone do? Why would anyone do this to themselves? And I, uh, I think, and then later in that movie, uh, I, I get the camera and I'm like, Dad, Dad, and I'm like being playful, and he's like, I need to get home. He's clearly nauseous. He, he's like, I, I need to get home. Oh, stop no. filming oh, me! Wow, oh, it was he's real. kind of in like a bad mood. Yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't kidding about the will. This, you, you guys have revisited this uh, once uh, a no, decade. I'm out. And, yeah, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, he, he yeah, meant it. Man yeah. of his word. He said it with yeah. a smile, but uh, uh, he means business. I mean, there's yeah. a few great things about that footage. One, your dad's reactions are so good. <laughs> like you can't script lines that good the other thing is your mom like the camera's a little shaky and then she finds you guys in the car and she perfectly captures the release she perfectly captures the drop mm -hmm. she killed it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and i don't know i i love home like if if i love watching home movies of my own i love watching other people's home movies i just think mm -hmm. uh what an amazing time we live in that we have ways of documenting we have primary sources of our lives. We didn't have that until yeah. really recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, in the grand scheme of humanity. Yes, really. That's what I'm saying. How lucky I, we are. It's crazy. And then it shifts in the fun of like, here's old, here's 2001 DV versus like old eight millimeter or whatever. We have Another the last fun. and we're like the last we're, we're the last people that will have like old looking stuff, old looking video like oh, yeah. in the future, like our kids are like have like perfectly clear videos documenting yes. so much of their lives my now. My kids life fully 4K. A so whole 4K I, life. Right, it's only going to yes. grow 20K. Yeah. I have a photo. Yeah, I have a photo of my daughter like every, photos every day <laughs> in very high quality, but like I think it's fun that all our home movies still like kind of feel like the past. And yeah. I guess I guess re photo resolution will get better somehow, so maybe I'm what I'm saying will be wrong in but the I future. Like the I feel like how the 90s, the 80s and 90s did, which is I don't know. It's a little bit janky. Yeah, yeah. I I like that we our our when we were kids feels like old. I like that. That's fun. That's what I'm saying. We're from an era. Takes a little pressure that it's not like totally crisp like the evening news now. Like your yes, our phone is the same as like some films or some like broadcast TV. But like watch it doing this show, like combing through YouTube like home movies. I'm so grateful for them. And it's so cool to see people like loving these attractions and stuff, especially for ones I never got to do. Yeah, yeah, really. No, and it's yeah, it's kind of neat that it's like archaeology, that there's not yeah. like the crispest footage of Wacky Soapbox or, or Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. But Yeah, <laughs> especially because both those two have similar stories of like towards the end, they let it go to rot a little. Like they didn't, they didn't keep uh. it up. But then... There's other ones like Boomerang stuck around till 2017, so you can find HD footage of it, oh. which is surreal. When, Scott, when did we go? Was it 2016 the for the time? first time I went? Was 2016? Maybe? No, it was before that. 2014, I think. 24. Was it that far away? So yeah. I, I did Boomerang, and I think it hurt. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it hurt my sense. neck. Heads up. Like it, it really felt like it like compacted my neck, my vertebrae, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I did like I hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe like um, one of the worst rides I ever went on. So you're on, you're in Rachel's dad's camp. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I was not so I probably just was like going ah afterward <laughs> and not saying anything funny though. 
<laughs> if if I could, as as we're winding down, I I have a couple of clips I like to play that, and and especially like to get your thoughts, Rachel, as as a musical person, a musical fan, uh, uh because the, the, all of this is music oriented, and we 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 skip through some different like shooting eras as well. I know when we talked about knots many many years ago, I showed a they made employee music videos every year. Oh, uh, uh, in no, the late 80s, great. and I had showed an I Love LA, I remember, but I don't think mm-hmm. I showed this one. Brett, we just call it Employee Song, uh, um, and I, I'm a fan of this one, too. And it's the, the production value is kind of crazy. Like, they got a real crew to come film mm-hmm. the employees singing and dancing. How many jobs is that true of in 1989? Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> okay, not very <laughs> Ghost Town! Roaring 20s! Count Snoopy! Fiesta Village! Ascension! Bigfoot! Crawling out around the park Are you ready for a brand new beat? Summer's here and the time is right For dancing in the street That's the bulk of it, I'd say. Um, wow! Yeah, look at that. The, the spirit here in this fu- this fully committed to... And that's just internal, or is that for the public? I think that's internal. I think that was for a summer wow. party. Which why like to get a to like light it? Those are camera the camera moves yes. in that. Those yeah, are yeah. like that's a production value. Uh-huh. They got a drone somehow before. <laughs> yeah. Uh... yeah, yeah, the first drone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's uh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty great. That maybe speaks to the the spirit that was around there uh, at, at that time. And then you got this, and this is just camcorder. Um, but do you know about the the association over the years with Elvira at the uh, at the Halloween events? Yes, I remember this. I've never looked into this too much. I know I know Doug Jones has said the Elvira show was so great, and I think mm-hmm. she only recently stopped doing it. Yeah. But this is probably late 80s, uh, I think. But, Brett, if we could pull up the Elvira. And I, I'd always, okay, I'd heard that, and I don't know a lot about Elvira, to be honest. And this clip oh, makes wow. me like, okay, I need to dig in much further because mm-hmm. this is the most kick-ass looking thing ever. <laughs> No, that's her. That is her. Yeah, she really just... did a bunch wow. of shows every year at Knott's Berry Farm. And in this case, a big dragon head in the back. It's getting hit Fuck with a yeah. laser. Yeah, laser's like carving up the yeah. dragon, like trying, yeah. to, trying to kill it, trying to blind it. Yeah. Yeah. She I... was really big. And it was one of my first, like she dressed with her boobs out and she was sexy and, and she was hmm. ubiquitous. I feel like she was everywhere. Yeah. And- it was this thing where like as a kid, you're just exposed to this like really sexy woman and everyone's like, okay with it. And you're like, okay, yeah, I, I guess this feels, it felt very adult, but but coded adult. 
Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also like a Halloween thing. So you're like, well, she's dressed for the season. Yeah. That's what's like, like, I feel like maybe that's part of it as well. Maybe or that's my headcanon for it. I don't know. Uh, the overlap between spooky and sexy. Yeah. Is, is very confusing as a kid. Yeah. Did she start the, the correlation between the two things? Now I just want to go on an Elvira deep dive. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've only done. done that. I don't know anything. I never seen I've that watched, movie. She, I've seen the movie. I just read she's she's a lesbian. She's been with a woman for. Oh, her name is Cassandra Peterson. Yes, yes. Cool name. Yeah, I know a little Elvira stuff. I've seen the movie. Uh, she but made a I good ad go more... for the in in that uh, Universal Halloween award show. Yes, you yeah. Can come party with her at Universal Studios if you won the. The she's, beer contest. She's probably, I would guess, the most famous horror host of all time, which is a whole genre of performer that I'm pretty obsessed with, right, right. which includes like Sven Gulli and going back to many different people like sure. uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's father and stuff. The great Goulardi, mm-hmm. of course. You have an hour ready to go. You, the hour is about to spill out of you. I would laugh. Because I've it's seen at it. the end of the episode. Many parties. I know. I want to talk about <laughs> it. You really do. Time. There's a certain hour where you leave Mike. I'm going to go get another drink. You come back and he's talking about Goulardi and Sven Goulardi. Graduate Goulardi. school yes. thesis about <laughs> right. ha- horror uh, uh We do need to do more uh, Elvira stuff, though, in regards to not I mean, fun. I want to know about this dragon show. Why is yeah. the dragon there? Is the dragon an enemy? Is the dragon a friend? Yeah. Does Elvira the have dragon- is a, the oh, dragon. the dragons! Come on, the dragon's a friend. Yeah, that's true. If it, well, it's it's a monster's situation, probably. Yeah, it's, like prob- it's probably a pet. Uh, um, wh- one more thing, really quick, and this is I yeah. I, I want to see if you if we all agree. <laughs> this is I, I labeled this Knott's Earnest song, and I think you'll mm. agree this is a good title. And I'm curious if this sums up everybody's feelings about the place, of which we're all pretty fond at this point. But boy, this song goes for it. This is from some documentary from 1984. I couldn't believe the heartfelt nature of this song about this, this theme park, but I think we might, I don't know, I think uh, it might sum it all up for us. Can we play this, Brett? You and I must try Start up a new life somewhere Watching parachute footage To be a part of the land and sky If we're worn out, broke down, tired and hungry Shot or a bunch of berries, barely lit. Jason, are you okay? Jason's not gonna be. He's gonna get too riled up here, seeing those berries. This little part. an emotional song i I've love it heard. that is a song right. that is a scott garner song i feel like that, that has is enough a... that has enough chords like the chord changes are like your chord exactly. changes that you yeah. like so they're a little bit unex- a little bit unexpected uh-huh uh-huh and but lots of a lot like of synthy noodling it's yeah. very 70 i was trying to place what that is musically and i think it's somebody trying to place a song on a wings album I don't think they accepted it, so you had to mm. rewrite the lyrics and make it about Knott's Berry Farm. Okay, something but it's kind like, of Carpentersy about it. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm a huge Carpenters fit, like the the earnestness mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um. I mean, this song is at this point. That song is how I feel about 
That's if that didn't exist, you would have willed that, it. That harmony blast is crazy. Your sheer force of will would have made that reality if that song didn't exist. Yeah, it would yeah, have yeah. Just come if I could use AI formed. for good, I would use it to create that. Maybe I mm. did somehow without knowing it. And then that whole no mistakes, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> about what? what Seems like she's trying to get someone to have sex with her at Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. All well, right. Look, long... there's this. There's this. <laughs> Parachute ride, and we got about you know. Look, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing in the way. Uh, no, no harnesses. No mistakes. No regrets. We can get up there, have sex really fast, and then drop. And or it's, a great experience. Or it's more innocent that she just wants to split a pie with someone. Yeah, maybe because there's that long shot of the pie in the Ooh, that a- close up. It looked very. Um... Uh, it gr- gruesome. <laughs> it looked like yes. it looked like innards. Yes, it was not the most yeah, appetizing. Surgery. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pile of organs. Yeah, <laughs> for a really yeah. intense surgery. But that was yeah, that looked good fifty years ago. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. pie looked good. There was there's another part where not long after it, there's just a shot of a dark vat, just kind of a dark purple <laughs> vat spinning mm-hmm. around as the lyrics are like, "We can climb to the sky, <laughs> anything is possible." <laughs> there's another one about like we can build a home by a Model T, start a new life. Erase the old one, begin again. Yes. Were they trying to build a celebration Florida, but just for living in Knott's Berry Farm? Oh, if so, wow. I'm in. I'm totally in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have enough land to create a little? Or hmm. can they, but look, they've got some just kind of dirt lot where they do you build into the park. Parking. If you build into the parking lot, you could make it yeah. work. Yeah, or they yeah. could work. If that rock and bruise in Buena Park ever goes out of business, that's a nice plot of land pretty close. Yeah. I, how could it? Well, you're the right. Sound business, the sound business plan provided by Gene, Gene Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. Sure. So, um, no, it's unlikely. Uh, but that carousel footage, you know, Rachel, earlier you were talking about, like, memories and, like, of, of these places and they feeling dreamlike. That carousel footage is seen very dreamlike to me, seen very like a child's memory, kind of an askew angle and you're kind of half remembering it, you know? It's not totally in focus. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it was trying to hypnotize us so that she could cook us and eat us. Mm. I mean, that's always on the table, you know. (laughs) I look after that song. I would have done whatever she wanted. Whatever is happening, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah, that music that good. Yeah, she wants to kiss me. Fine. If she wants to cook me, fine. Either way is fine. <laughs> Kiss me or cook me, either way I'm yours. Let's go on the soapbox racer. Start a new life there. <laughs> Might die too, whatever. Doesn't it's all on the table. with it. It's the last decade where you could like burn your ID and then drive east or west until you ran out of gas and start a new life, you know? <laughs> I live here now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you're... If that journey took you to Buena Park, then you're then you're set. Uh, uh, anything closing, Rachel? I mean, this this the warm and fuzzy feeling. Does that that I assume it applies uh, from your your knots laden childhood? Oh, I'm I'm literally gonna go on Etsy right after this and uh, look for a bunch of vintage knots T-shirts to buy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Jeez, yes. beautiful, wonderful, great. Uh, uh, glad to get you into that state, uh, Rachel Bloom. You survived podcast the ride. Thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, a, a great uh, pile of stuff to get into. Uh, exit through the gift shop. Anything you'd like to plug? No, I mean I'm doing a live show, so check my Instagram to see if it's in your city. 
Oh, great. Mm, yeah. Oh, you're touring. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, geez. Great. Great. That's cool. Uh, um, Muppets Mayhem also? Are you in Muppets Mayhem? I'm on. I'm literally in three seconds of that. Oh, okay. Oh, oh well, there's so. Okay. Well, good. So you know, you go. look for the three seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, and thanks for every, uh, thanks for everything uh, on the writer's strike, too. Thanks for being uh, outspoken about this stuff. I watched the panel you did uh, for the rap with Kate Cannon and other people. And uh, just thanks for, for being outspoken about these things because oh. they're, they're important. My pleasure. Yeah. And it's also like, I don't know where we're at with shouting out things because because there's been a general lack of you know talking about okay well how do we make the studios hurt the most what do we where's the line so it's confusing yes you yeah know. yeah no no uh, very much so but you you know as you talk about uh bizarre situations for for writers that everybody finds themselves in it makes everybody feel less crazy i think to mm. pull these stories oh and, good i'm happy share, to help so, yeah so i mean I the, the negotiating committee members can speak on it so much better um but yeah, it's a it's a wild time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Well, ha- happy strike to you. Happy yes, rest happy of strike. strike. Happy strike. Um, and uh, hey, as for us, uh, uh, thanks, Brett, at Forever Dog for producing the episode. You can find us on the socials at Podcast the Ride, merch in our T Public store. But you know, go buy some not stuff instead. Yeah. We all we'd all like to oh, see that logo. A very um, thorough store website. Not very far. Really? Like right now, currently, mm-hmm. I the marketplace has a store. Yeah. Oh wow, good mm-hmm. for them. They should. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast the Ride, the second gate, or get one more bonus episode on our VIP tier, Club 3, where we talked about Berry Tales a while back. That's a fun companion to this. You will find all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Ah, Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything you want me to do. Swallow me up. <laughs> I am yours. Beautiful. Yeah. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.